0: Barcelona for Mobile World Congress 2019. It's the it's day one of the show, and as usual, the, the week has kicked off uh, with a big uh, press media and analyst event uh, in, the, uh, in the Ericsson Village. I'm here with Ericsson CEO, Boya Aikon. Boya, good to see you again.
1: Good to see you. Great to have you here. Great.
0: So obviously, you know, as it was last year, um, this year this show is so much about the different aspects uh, of 5G. You talked this morning about 5G first mover advantage. Can you give your Ericsson perspective on on why that's important, but also whether you're seeing, starting to see a capex
1: uplift from the carriers as a result of operators thinking the same way as you? What we see, I think the analogy to 4G and the 4G introductions are, are relevant to look at. So we have done an analysis of the front runners that build out 4G early. And what we have seen is that they have they have both gained subscribers and they gained ARPU so by being early on they got the call it the, the, the most interested customers very early on and they've been able to keep them so it creates a bit of an advantage to be early uh, and that's what I think we are going to see now in 5g also so we are starting to see a, a big race among our customers to have early launches and be out early in the market with commercial traffic and that's most likely going to be the same situation as in 4G. Okay. Is this
0: resulting in a greater spend by the operators or are they shifting some of their spend from 4G and all other areas to 5G or is there an uptick in, in capex?
1: We, see, we think there will be an uptick in capEx and you have seen that basically in the uh, external consultancy reports, etc, that they also forecast a bit of an uptick. But what I would caution against is to, to separate between what's 5G spent and what's 4G spent. And, and here of course, our hardware has been enabled for 5G since 2015. So it's a software upgrade to make it 5G. So for us to actually separate between 4G and 5G is, you know, increasingly uninteresting, actually. Right, right. So you mentioned 4G there,
0: and while Mobile World Congress these days, you could almost call it 5G World Congress, 4G LTE, this is still an incredibly important technology for everybody, but there are some areas of the world, of course, where 5G is going to be really a lot of years out, like most of the African markets, for example. So how important is 4G R&D still to companies like Ericsson?
1: It's very important. We are convinced 4G will be a very long-lived technology. And that's also because 4G and 5G can coexist. So you can, as we do with our Ericsson spectrum sharing, dynamically allocate and use spectrum between 4G and 5G so we are going to see our customers continue to invest in 4G but that's where we think it's really important to think have the hardware ready with a software upgrade to make it 5G that's the the key decision our customers need to make right because then they're ready for the future okay now one of the key
0: technologies to to any g if you like in wireless is the antenna uh, technology there's a lot of developments, a lot of investment going on there. You've made a big announcement today in terms of, a, uh, of an acquisition. Can you tell us about that? And then we'll come to your, your what's in your pocket next, if that's not too cheeky.
1: No, so, don't yeah, go into the, the details. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the no, on uh, Catrain. Yes, us, yeah. we, we announced this morning that we're acquiring Catrain and the mobile antenna business of Catrain, mobile and, and antenna and filter business of Catrain. That's a very important acquisition for us. We see antenna becoming increasingly important in the future. And we even believe there is a, we are going to see integrated antenna and radio basically to optimize how the site looks like so, so you can actually use your site much better if you do so we say that this is a critical acquisition for us and we strengthen our capabilities in antennas so so that's really a core investment area for us then in 5g antennas will be even more important you see many antenna elements integrated in, into the call it massive mimo for example So understanding the technology of antennas is going to be a a much more important factor going forward. Okay. And so you're getting 4,000 additional staff
0: through this acquisition. Have you announced the acquisition price? What kind of investment you're making in in
1: Catrain? we haven't. But we have announced that external sales from Catrain, non ericsson sales, is about 270 million euro. Okay. So you get the scale of it there. Okay.
0: So, about the yes,
1: so um, you
0: also talked this morning about a, a new product. So tell us, what well, this is the, the stripe, is that, is that yeah.
1: right? So it's actually an antenna. Uh, that, that is, in a way, I mean, this is a, a couple of years out, so it's a research project. But what it does, is it's allow you to put antennas in many new locations. You can basically tape them to a wall, tape, tape them, you can paint them so they will not be visible. All right. So so there, th- this will allow you to put many more antennas for indoor coverage, stadium coverage, warehouses, factories etc. and very easy to put up. We're very excited about this and spending quite a lot to develop this for the future. Uh, another thing you talked about this
0: morning in your presentation was the topic of post-production testing. Now this has cropped up just recently. A lot of talk about security in the industry and and one of the suggestions coming from the GSMA and it seems from others is that there maybe should be a testing regime after the development by the vendors and before deployment by the operators. But this is something clearly that you feel
1: would be a negative step for the industry. We see that and many think post-development testing is in a way a silver bullet for the industry to ensure security. But as a matter of fact, we don't see it that way. We think it's insufficient. So if you look at how post-development testing works, you you typically create a lab environment where you can test certain features, certain performance, and it's going to be very hard to replicate the actual network. So it, it more is likely to lead to slower development process. And you know modern software is deployed continuously. So how do you test continuously? You're going to slow down that process dramatically. So so just make a very simple thought here. You need a security patch in the software because there is a new threat coming up. And the the post-development testing takes you six months to go through. So you're going to wait to upgrade the security in the network several months? That doesn't make a lot of sense, right? So that's why we don't believe this is a silver bullet. Maybe it's good for certain applications, useful in certain parts, but not as a call it industry wide requirement. We think that's only going to slow down introduction of new features, it's going to slow down innovation, and it's going to increase cost. Okay. So, obviously, only in an idea
0: at the moment, it'll be interesting to see if any of the industry organizations come up with some detailed plans about how this might work. Um, so, very briefly as well, towards the end of your presentation, you managed to reference beyond 5G, but you didn't even mention 6G, so well done on that. But can you just talk, uh, maybe just to highlight, pick out a couple of things from the beyond 5G R&D that Ericsson's doing?
1: No, we, we think the future network will be much more distributed, for example. So that will mean that we are going to change how we design the future networks, what will be the solutions that create that network. That's what we're investing in. Okay. And I don't
0: think we've got time this year to go into the full depth of the 1980s music scene, uh, but I just want to get your opinion: Bruce Springsteen better than Duran Duran?
1: Oh, that's an easy one, and you know the answer. It's Bruce Springsteen, of course. Of
0: course, of course. Everybody knows that. Okay, from Mobile World Congress on the Ericsson Village, this is Ray LaMetra for Light Reading.